Bevin Caramello, and you are listening to your weekly Skinny with Jesus. Today is December 5th, 2017. We are at the beginning of the Advent season, heading toward Christmas. I hope that you are taking time um, this week and, and every day leading up to Christmas Day uh, to remember and celebrate the birth of our Savior and to worship. It's so easy this time of year to get caught up in all the lights and the food and the parties and the traditions and the the coming of family where we're looking forward to so many things and, and so many of them are really good things. But um, if we're not careful, they can distract us and take our eyes off of what we need to be focused on, what we need to be looking at and and be mindful of the reason for the season, as they say, and that's the birth of our Savior. It's the birth of Christ, a baby that was ushered into this world in the middle of a, of a barnyard and laid in a manger, um, birthed from a virgin's womb. Um, it's such a beautiful story. Um, and if you are uh, trying to celebrate the Advent season right now. Advent um, comes from a Latin word. I'm not going to, I can't remember it off the top of my head and I didn't write it down, but it basically just means to come, coming. Um, and, it's, and so the Advent season is to remind us of what's coming. It's when we look toward a certain date for a reason, we're looking toward December 25th because that's when we worship and praise and acknowledge that our Savior entered the world. And if you want to celebrate the coming, to celebrate the Advent season, um, there are so many resources available online. Just look, Google Advent calendar or Advent series and look and see what you can find. We've got one um, that our church passed out right now. And a great way to do it is to read through the book of Luke. Just read a couple of verses every day. Read a couple of verses by yourself or with your spouse or with your kids. I'm reading through one with my kids right now. We started uh, in Luke chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. And we're just going to read a couple verses every day uh, straight through all the way until we uh, get to Luke towards the end of chapter 2. I think it's 2.21. So you can divide that up and just read a little bit every day. It's just a great way to stay focused. Okay. All right. With that, let's move into our message for today. We are in our second call on a new series called Healing in the Sending. Okay. Last week, we were in the book of Luke. We were in chapter 17, and we, um, we learned about 10 lepers that Jesus healed, right? And um, one that came back to praise and worship and thank Jesus for what he had done. If you missed that call, um, I encourage you to take the time to catch up on it. It really spoke to me in, in some big ways, and I hope it will to you too. Today, we are in the book of John. We're going to be in chapter 9. Okay, and um, we are going to just read through verses 1 through 12. Okay, I'm going to read those out loud for us, and then we'll unpack them a little bit further. Okay, so it starts out, it says, as he went along, and they're talking about Jesus here, as he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, 
this man or his parents that he was born blind. Okay, back then it was a, a, a common misconception that um, something like being born blind would be a punishment for sin. But right here we see that that is in fact not the truth. Jesus then replies, he's in verse 3, he says, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. As long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Okay, so right here, let's stop for just a second. Let's pause. You know, I think it's important that we acknowledge here that, you know, sickness and, and disease and, and um, birth defects, all kinds of things happen in this world, not necessarily because the person who has the disease sinned and deserves it, but because we live in a fallen world where sin runs rampant. God didn't create this world intending for there ever to be disease and, and sickness or in death. But we as mankind, as human beings, we chose sin over God. And when we sinned in the garden, the world fell. That's why they call it the fall of man, man fell. And, and so I think it's important here we see, you know, that sometimes God allows hard things in our lives, like maybe being born blind or, or battling through a sickness, an illness. He allows hard things sometimes just quite simply so that he can heal them, you know, so that he will be seen in the redemption. It's for his glory. We are his, right? And, and we're supposed to, as his children, surrender our lives to him. You know, our purpose, we see this in verse 3. I'm going to read it for us again. Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. Our purpose in this life is to know God and to point others to him. And we don't always get to choose how we're going to do that. This man probably wouldn't have chosen to be born blind, but God chose it for him simply so that he would be glorified in the healing, right? This man was born blind for the sole purpose that Christ would heal him and that the work of God might be displayed in his life. Okay, let's keep going. Pick it up with me in verse six. Having said this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he, go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means scent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing his neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, no, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes opened? They demanded. He replied, the man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man, they asked him. I don't know, he said. 
Okay. You guys, I hope that you see this here in so many ways. Healing in the sending. So, verse 7, Jesus says, go, wash in the pool of Siloam. You guys, the word Siloam means sent. The word itself means sent. And then it goes on to say, so the man went and washed and came home seeing. Only after he went was he healed. He could see. And you guys, I hope it's not lost on us that the place Jesus sent him actually means sent. The healing came from a place that means sent. Why? Why is our healing so often found in the sending of Jesus? I think it's because it takes faith to go. It takes faith to go do whatever it is Jesus is sending you to do. It takes faith to get uncomfortable. It takes faith to look different than the other people around you. It takes faith to do big things that you know in your own strength you'll never be able to do all by yourself if God doesn't show up. It takes faith to go. And that is what God is after. He's building our faith. You know, and we see in so many other places in Scripture where faith is what heals us. So he sends us, and the healing is in the sending because it takes faith to go. And our faith that points us, that pulls us out, that that we step out of our comfort zone, that we step out in faith and we go, that faith heals us. You know, in other stories, we see this last week, um, our, our story about the 10 lepers that Jesus healed in, in the book of Luke 17, 19. The lepers, the one that comes back, Jesus said, it's your faith that has healed you. In Luke chapter 18, verse 42, he says to another uh, blind man, he says, receive your faith, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Luke chapter 8, verse 40, 48, daughter, your faith has healed you. Matthew chapter 9, verse 22, take heart, daughter, your faith has healed you over and over and over again in scripture we see it jesus says go your faith has healed you so what else what else do we see in verse seven okay let's see go he told him wash in the pool of siloam This word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. You guys, he did what Jesus told him to do. Go. Wash. So what did he do? He went and he washed. You know, how many of us are hoping and praying for healing in our lives. But we're not doing what Jesus tells us to do. We're not living our lives the way 
the Bible commands us to live? How many of us are hoping for healing, praying for healing in our marriages? But we're not treating our spouse the way Jesus tells us to. What about our finances? How much of how many of us are, are, are begging God to heal our finances, our debt? But yet we don't do what he tells us to do. We're not giving like God says we should. We're definitely not spending like God says we should. This man was healed by faith when he went and did what Jesus told him to do. Go, wash. And he went and he washed. Okay, let's move on to verse 8. It says, His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, no, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. You guys, healing and ascending. Not just us, but when we witness to others about the healing in our lives that Jesus has done in our lives, it brings healing into their lives too. You see, Jesus healed this man. And they took notice. And I know you guys are all thinking, well, they took notice because he was blind and now he's not blind anymore. The healing I need isn't quite so obvious on the outside. But you guys, it is. It is. As we change with time, by being in the word, by living the way God has called us to live, by trying to be more like Jesus today, and we do that every day and every day and every day, and over time, it changes us. People will take notice that you're, you're more patient with your kids, that you speak gentler to your wife or to your husband, that you're, you're not spending your money the way that you used to, that you have a peace about you that you never used to have before, that you spend your time differently. Suddenly sleeping in on Sundays isn't the most important thing. They will take notice of the healing that Jesus does in our lives. And then we get the opportunity to tell them about him and about what he's done. It brings healing into their lives. You guys, the healing is in the sending. Where is he sending you? What's he asking of you? What does he want to heal in you? in the process when you step out in faith. Okay, last point I want to make. Let's wrap it up. So simple right here. Where they said, no, it only looks like him. But then the man insists, I am the man. And then they ask him, right? The people say in verse 10, how then were your eyes opened? They demanded answers. They wanted to know. Verse 11, he replied, the man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. 
So I went and washed, and then I could see. You guys, sometimes we make it way too complicated. It can be so intimidating to talk about our faith, and it can be so intimidating and overwhelming at times to think of telling other people about Jesus or to tell them our faith story, to give parts of our testimony. But we make it way too complicated. Do you guys see right here? It's so simple. We just tell them what Jesus has done for us. I love this. That's exactly what this man did. He says, you know the man they call Jesus? Well, he made some mud and he put it on my eyes and then he told me to go wash. So I went and I washed and then I could see. It's so simple. We don't have to overcomplicate it. We don't have to have all the answers. We just simply have to have the faith and the courage to step out of our comfort zones and tell people about the healing that Jesus has done in our lives. Father God, Lord, I just, I praise you. I praise you this afternoon for being the God who heals us, for being the God who sends us, for being the God who gives us opportunities to step out in faith, gives us opportunities to grow. Lord, and we see over and over again that faith is healing. Lord, I pray that you would use each one of us for your glory, for your kingdom. Lord, I pray that you would heal what's broken in us because I know that there are some of us on this call today or who are going to listen to it in the future who are fighting really big battles right now, Lord. There's sickness. There's divorce. There's cancer. There's bankruptcy. There's grief. Lord, we pray that you would heal us. We pray that you would give us the courage to go wherever it is that you have sent us. And we pray, Lord, that when we have the faith to go, that that faith would heal us, Lord. That you would heal us in our faith like only you can. Lord, I thank you for this time in your word today. I thank you for the ways that you're teaching us and growing us. And I thank you, Lord, for each person on this call. I pray your blessing over each one of them. Lord, and I pray that you would use this message to speak your truth into the hearts of each person listening, Lord. Your specific truth, what is it that you have for them today? Give them bold, brave courage in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being on this call with me today. I love being here with you. If you want to catch up on any calls you may have missed, if you missed last week's call, 
you can log into uh, our weekly skinny Facebook page. If you're not already a member there, it's super easy to be a part of it. All are welcome. All you've got to do is search weekly skinny in Facebook and then add yourself there. I'll approve you right away as, and as soon as I see it. And then um, I post all of the playbacks of these calls. They're recorded and you can listen to them on your computer. You can pull it up on your phone. You can pipe it through. If you pull it up on your phone, you can even uh, pipe it through your Bluetooth while you're driving. Um, and you can listen to all these calls right there. I post them under the files tab in that weekly skinny Facebook page. So go find any calls you may have missed and get caught up. Feel free to post prayer requests there, encouraging words, whatever you've got. If God's leading you um, to put it out there, it is welcome on that page. All right. I um, have loved being here with you today. I look forward to our time again next week. Tuesday at 2. Until then, I will be praying God's blessing over you and yours. Bye now.